0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the song of songs, which is Solomon's. Oh, the star of wonder, star of light, star of royal beauty, bright when you begin to wonder. One of the joys of um, my walk with Christ And the way that I study the Bible is I love to wonder. And so when there's something I wonder about, I always look forward to what I'm going to learn. It's amazing. And God quickens me so many times with that. And so this morning I was excited already because I've wondered about the eighth and ninth verses of the Song of Solomon actually for years, realizing I didn't really understand the meaning of them. And so as we get into a few of the treasures that we find today, it's especially meaningful for me as i can feel another christmas present coming uh as as i can see that of course the eighth verse in any uh chapter is the miracle verse from my perspective because it's the letter het and it's where we see the union come together and and i think you're going to see that clearly in this particular verse and then the ninth verse is the hoof and oh boy is that going to be a treasure tomorrow but today we get into this one (laughs) (laughs) which, you know, they've been talking about how important love is and all these things, and all of a sudden they completely change gears the couple do now that they're firmly established in their marriage, as Matthew Henry points out in his commentary. And interestingly, uh, both Matthew Henry and Rashi have very similar, I'll call them Matt and Rosh, they have very similar views on this particular verse. So the eighth verse reads in English, We have a little sister, and she hath no breasts. What shall we do for our sister in the day when she be spoken for? And so, <laughs> you know, this is a peculiar thing. Like, where is this coming from? And, and what is this about? And as Matthew Henry points out, and I think very wisely, that, you know, now that their love is established, they begin to, you know, think about their family. You know, let's talk family here and let's talk estate. And you'll see where that comes in a little bit later in later verses. But now we're going to start to begin a family here, and in this case, you know, the idea of a sister has everything to do with the letter hat, right? Because of the union, and, and Rashi points that out as well that we are united to this sister, and it's very much uh, along the theme. The whole chap I mean, the whole verse is very much along the whole theme of the Song of Solomon, because it always, you know, that we're always coming back time and time again is. Do not stir or awaken love till it's time. There's timing is so important of what is being explained in throughout this book. And here it says she's not ready yet. It's not time for this little sister. She has not got breasts yet. And very beautifully, both Rashi and uh, Matthew Henry, which again another one of the ways that I study is I love to read people that I that I trust, uh, that I have faith in what they say, that they've they've truly compared it to other passages in the Bible, as I know Rashi and, and Matthew Henry always do. And so they quickly went to Ezekiel chapter 16, and just to read the whole chapter 16 is spectacular, but when you look at um, verse verse 6, it it speaks specifically, excuse me, it's actually Ezekiel 16, 7, which I'll read because it's so significant when it comes to this particular verse. It's He's talking about, you know, when he saw Israel and, and, and gave them a law, etc. And he says, I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased and waxen great, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and thy hair is grown, whereas thou was naked and bare. And now when I passed thee and looked upon thee, behold, that thy time was the time of thy love, and I spread my skirt over thee, and I covered thy nakedness. Again, you can see that what she's describing here is the breasts need to be fashioned and in order for someone to be ready for love, which got me to thinking, wow, there's got to be a beautiful thing here in understanding the imagery by understanding this word fashion. How does God fashion breasts? And there was this unbelievable, fantastic, spectacular word fashioned, which has to do with the next letter that we're going to talk about next verse, which is the letter hoof, which has to do with like a crown and, and this desire. And the desire, as it would turn out, is is through a vuv, which means you're going to take your desire, hook it to heaven, so to speak. And then for what? For faith, right? And so as people's faith increase, and then then they're ready for love, right? How are you going to marry somebody you don't have faith in? <laughs> and And that is how we end up, Mary and Christ, right, as we grow in our faith, it's fashioning our breasts. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that spectacular? Because how are you going to feed children unless you have something to feed them? And if you don't believe in God, how in the world are you going to feed those children or, or disciples? And, and so it's interesting that as a young child, you know, they begin as a child to be extremely selfish. But as they mature, right, they begin to think about other people and consider other things. But they have to you know, leave their father and mother at some point in time and begin to have faith in their husband, whatever that person would be. And as they grow in faith, they get to the point where they can literally be joined. And there again, um, as, as their faith increases, right. Then they're in a position to bear fruit. And once they have fruit, then they they need to feed that fruit. And again, it comes from (laughs) this unbelievable idea of faith, which is so connected to love, but you can know, that, that that's the reason why our faith is so critical to our union with christ right that it, it really is literally fashioning our breasts because as you truly truly believe as he grows your testimony as he grows your faith then he is fashioning your breasts right and so what's happening here is we've got a young sister now the question a may be that is obviously the star of wonder here who is this young sister well, clearly, both Rashi and Matthew Henry, and I would agree with them, say that this is um, the the Gentiles, the you know the the people that later would become us. <laughs> At the point in time that Moses, I mean, that Solomon is writing this, you know, that is what you're thinking—that is the Gentiles. But later on, right, as the Church becomes the actual bride of Christ, um, then there's still a whole lot of Jewish people, a whole lot of people that are not in the faith. That, that still have no breasts, because when you don't have faith, it can't be fashioned. Yeah, you're too, the time is not right. And so it's interesting, it's almost like this is the answer to the question, you know, don't stir up wake and love until his time. Well, when's it time? It's time when you when that person has faith. And so what can we do to build somebody's faith? Well, one of the most wonderful things we can do is share testimonies, right? And so how spectacular is this that we can see throughout this miracle verse, to me it's a miracle, that we can see kind of how God is painting this picture for us to to what marriage looks like and, and what we can do for our little sisters because every one of us is <laughs> all out of Adam. I mean, Eve came out of Adam and all of us came out of, you know, Adam and Eve. And so there you go. We're, we're one big happy, you know, brother and sister. And and each of us as the bride of Christ is a sister. And some of our sisters clearly need faith so that they can fashion their breasts and then they too can bear children, which we're going to get into in the next verse. But as you think about this, like, and you think about, wow, you know, when was it that I had faith, you know, in God to the point that he (laughs) knew it was time, right? You know, this whole thing that's awakened, that he was awakened, that he saw our nakedness. And again, read that whole chapter 16 in Ezekiel, and you can see the beauty of what he's talking about. And he saw us naked, and it aroused him under the apple tree. But the idea is that you were beautiful under that naked tree because I'm um, under that apple tree because you had faith. And that faith, right? And that desire for faith is what is what is growing those beautiful breasts. It's it's a beautiful picture absolutely spectacular picture and you know for me i can remember i i, I was so mad at god was i was reading the book of job and i was so mad because he had you know essentially taken away his kids and taken away everything he had just to show off to satan as a, was my crazy interpretation of the thing and i was madder and madder and madder. and, and then i got to the end of the book of job and uh and all of a sudden, he said, "Okay, Robbie, if you're so smart, you know, tell me, you know, you know what exactly, you know, how how you can make the tide come in or make the sun set one time. Since you're God, and you know so much more than me." <laughs> and so as I was reading that, you know, all of a sudden I got to this point of humility, like, "Oh man, I had the same understanding my brother did. You know, there is a God, and I'm not Him." <laughs> there is a God and I'm not him. And if there is a God and and I need to know this God and and it, and it changed the place where I was having faith in my family or faith in myself to faith in God, you see. And at that point in time, I got naked, (laughs) however that worked, you know, and I began this, this, the period of breast building, whatever that was. And, and, and my goodness, you know, God saw that and he covered me with his skirt. And, and just as, as, as the kinsman redeemer does for Boaz, and we so see so clearly is this picture in the Bible, what a Christmas present this is, to see how simple it is um, that, that we would have um, this beautiful, um, you know, because most fair among women attracts our little sisters, okay? And, and, and this is what also this book is teaching, about what's the timing, how do we attract others for Christ? I mean, it's all about fruit. And I and hope that through this, we can all be so much fruitful. And I'm so grateful that you listen and take time with me. I, I again, I'm, I'm, I'm wishing you the best season ever and wonderful time just on the Star of Wonder.